Yes, let's have the testimony, uh, testimonies and give glory to God. So um, this morning I had vaccinations at my school and I've had these vaccinate the same vaccinations a few months ago and it was very painful. And so this time I was very worried. And so I set a prayer agreement with my father that uh, I will have no pain and no side effects. And I got this vaccination at about nine in the morning and now in the evening, my arm is all fine and it's been very good throughout the whole day and there's been no pain. So I just wanted to thank the Lord for his work. Works. Praise God, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you Jesus. Hello, Vivek, Emmanuel, yeah? Yeah, you move. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Rick, I'd like to praise and thank God for putting a hedge of protection around my family, friends, the Brisbane Trade Group members, warriors. I'd like to give glory to God for that. Uh, that's the first thing. I also like to praise and thank God uh, for, you know, a windfall of business that I was able to procure in the wow, last three days. Yes, you know, and it was from a, from a source which... Uh, uh, you know, was not advertising with any media, you know. So, yes. and I've been praying over this to the Lord and I've been pleading with him and asking him, you know, to make things happen for me uh, because I handled international business and it is a real struggle to consolidate businesses from overseas, you know, yeah. all dollar revenues. So I'd like to praise and thank God because this was something that was most unexpected and the Lord showed that, you know, in a very impossible situation, he can make things possible, right? Yeah, absolutely. And glory, give glory to God. I also, you know, wanted to mention, Vivek, I've actually retired, uh, you know, two years ago. You but my company, that. yes, yeah. my company insisted that I, you know, uh, work with them, consult with them. So for the last two years, I was consulting with them. And I, my, my agreement uh, was supposed to end in November, on the 3rd of November. But when I told them, you know, I mean, I would like to, you know, put down my papers. And they said, nothing doing, you're going to continue. You know, we want you here. So I'd like to praise God, you know, for this, a source of income that he has given me, even, you know, although I'm 61, the Lord is very kind to me all these years and given me a beautiful you know, source of income, which I enjoy doing. And, you know, yes. he's helping me get the business. You know? I really so give all praise and glory to God. So beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. yeah. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We started working on Fridays. I know, so I know, you told me. For me yeah. too. But today, you know, uh, I just took the day off, uh, you know, and I said, I must attend this beautiful meeting that you have. It inspires, gives hope, you know, to so many people. Thank you. And I and thank God for you, Vivek, and for your warriors and for all of us in this group. Yeah. Each of us are equal. And thank you for coming back because I used to always use your testimony of putting the edge of protection. Thank you so much. Yeah, because that that is what keeps our prayer group members and their families, not just the prayer group members, their families as well, with the hedge of protection. And we need that, you know. So we need people to keep praying for the whole prayer group, not just for everyone. Because see, this is a large family of people who we don't see. They just connected yeah. in spirit. So, yes. and, and, and I could tell you people could do anything in this two hours, but here they choose here because the Holy Spirit is yeah. real. He's alive. True. And he's actually operating. So, you know, that's why people come. So that is a thing. So thank you. Thank you, Imu, for that. And keep continuously praying for all our prayer yes. warriors yes. to work hard Absolutely. to bring souls for Christ. 
Thank you, Lord. Absolutely. Thank you, Vivek. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord, brother. It's Christina here. Yeah, Christina. Thank Go you. Ahead. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for all the testimonies and the members of this group, and especially the daily reflections and the morning tongues. And I was enriched this week with the mysteries of Jehovah Jireh and yes. Jehovah Rapha. So yes. thank you, Brother Russell and the core team. Praise the Lord. And I have a testimony from a while back. Uh, someone asked if I had received her message, which was a chain letter to forward after praying in our Father to then receive a grace from God. And I said that I had deleted it as my Heavenly Father sacrificed His Son for all humanity Absolutely. when we were still sinners without any condition. And I believe in Jesus, his sacrifice for me, his resurrection, and my redemption, and that I already have all I need through Jesus. And she said, but it's an Our Father, which is Jesus' prayer. And I said that I could directly ask someone to pray an Our Father, and to forward chain messages gave false teaching and wrong hope to others yes. as they placed their faith on their so-called good work of forwarding, which yes. is false. Absolutely. And praise the Lord. And if I forward it, I'm actually telling Jesus that I don't believe in his sacrifice, his death and his resurrection for me, right. as there is now a condition attached. Yes. And I had to fulfill something first before he could bless me, which is wrong belief. And I sense that my explanation wasn't really being uh, heard by the sister. And then the Holy Spirit reminded me of some words that I had heard on a teaching uh, before that. And I asked her, have you or anyone seen God face to face? And when she replied, no, I said that it's because God is a spirit. And then I asked, when you read the Bible, do you see the words coming out in front of you? And she said, no. And I said, as John 6, 63 says, his words, the words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. So God's yes. truth is a spirit. And even though we don't see it in the natural, we believe in God and in his words and his promises. And we need to use the word of God to bring others to Jesus and not lead them away into the wrong ideologies and false hope. Praise Thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And um, some days later, uh, I spoke to the sister again, and she said that a family member was searching for employment. And she herself told them to give thanks to Jesus for receiving the perfect job as it was already done in Jesus' name. Amen. And she said uh, that two weeks later, this person was employed. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Thank Jesus. You. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, brother. Bless your Praise ministry. the Lord. Thank you, brother. Praise God. God bless you. Brother Vivek, uh, this is Annie. I'd just like to thank um, just a small testimony that every day that there's the word of God has given you, has given us um, 
the knowledge and wisdom to, to have peace and uh, not fear. And I'd like to th uh, thank the Holy Spirit for always um, interceding for us every, all the time, putting a, giving us always the breastplate of righteousness and the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit all the time for the, those who are here. And I thank um, uh, just the everyday uh, workings of the Holy Spirit in our soul and the blood of Jesus yes. now and forever. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Thank you Jesus. Yes, anyone else would like to glorify God? Let the Holy Spirit put it in your heart to speak the word because the word leaves your mouth is for the glory of God. And they overcame Satan by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. So let the testimony stand for heaven and for what he has done for you. Thank you, Jesus. Vivek Shaneen here, I would like to thank the Lord for every grace and blessing he's giving yes. myself and my family. Yes. All the people I've spoken to this week that the Lord has led me to their path to pray with them wherever I've been. Yes. And I'd like to praise and thank the Lord for our prayer group, for every grace and blessing and healing that is bestowed upon each one of us and our families, everyone we've prayed for, that their lives are being changed. And I praise and thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And I'd like to praise and thank the Lord for you, Vivek, for your ministry that he's given you to us so we can become stronger in the word of God. We know, we just know and we know that the word of God is so powerful and if yes. we can share with others just a scripture. And I, I said to somebody this week, she writes cards to put on a Christmas tree so people can donate. And I said, this year, put a scripture on each one so that you can minister to whichever person picks that up who is going to donate to St. Vincent de Paul. Give them a scripture, mm. lift them up at the same time. So we give glory to God. He's so beautiful. And we love him. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I praise and thank the Lord for all the answered prayers that, that we pray for the entire prayer group and for all the family members who are so closely connected with each other and the WhatsApp prayer group. And, uh, and for everybody who takes so much of trouble to pray for one another as if it is their own family member. And I can see that love, that unity, and I thank and praise God for all the ministries that we serve, especially for people who do not attend the morning praying in tongues. I would say in a very big way, make it a point to attend and start your day with praying in tongues. And uh, 
And this is such a beautiful, the moment you start your day in prayer, your whole day goes well. I'm sure someone will put an amen to that. Because the moment you start praying in tongues or start your day in prayer, you give God that day and it's so beautiful. And you can end the day with the rosary and the divine mercy and the angelus. So beautiful to have Mother Mary's intercession because remember the strength of our entire prayer group is the intercession of Mother Mary and the saints who are interceding for us because we believe that Mother Mary has got a very strong role in her intercession and because of her we can powerfully preach God's word because she she is because Jesus was born in her womb through the Holy Spirit that's why we have such a powerful anointing every Friday it's beautiful beautiful to have her intercession so we thank and praise God for all the wonderful warriors on our prayer group and for all the answered prayers that I've been praying for. God has given me more than I even asked or imagined with the power that is working within me. Thank and praise God and give glory to God. Always thank and always appraise him for every one of you and for all the ones who bring others to Christ. What a beautiful thing is to bring Christ to someone, to bring the light of Christ to someone in darkness. It can't be a better gift to give someone. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hello, brother. This is Jane here, brother. Yeah, Jane. Go ahead. Uh, I want to thank the Holy Spirit for all his blessings from the last week. And he is uh, making me use my talents I thank the Holy Spirit for filling me. Every time I sit to write the notes, I can see his presence. I can feel it. Mm. And I'm doing it all just only with the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh. I did not even think that I can do this. I will do this. I, I, can, I was able to do this. I did not even I did not think of I will do this. I can see his presence. I, I, that is, I, I cannot get up uh, from my, uh, only when I finish the work, I will be satisfied. Till then, yes. uh, my concentration will be only on that work. Wow. Praise God. That is, uh, that is a ministry, sister. You've got a very powerful ministry. Uh, and I would say that you, you should be helping other people and bringing others to Christ, you know, through that ministry as well. Because if you have that ministry of actually using the word, see the word written or spoken has got the same power. So it's the word of God itself. So you should use that word, you know, to help people in their life. You could see mighty miracles when you start using the word in people's lives. Uh, yeah, it is definitely anointing of the Holy Spirit. I can see in whatever work I do, I can I can see him uh, teaching me to do this, do that, do this way. Because I, I, I'm learning new, new things through the Holy Spirit, brother. Uh, that yes. is, uh, I used the work on the Microsoft Word before, but I, I, I now I can I am learning new new things which I don't even know <laughs> how to use it before. Yeah, he knows everything. The spirit knows the latest yes, Windows version. So <laughs> yes, it's so yes. beautiful. That's you start yes, brother. Yes, brother. It's very it's very beautiful, and I'm enjoying every moment with him. God bless you. God bless you. I am. Um, I usually I, I I go for mass daily. So now uh, everything has changed. So uh, when I go for mass, only the teachings come uh, into my mind. So your words start speaking to me. Yes, that is so much. I was sharing this with someone, Jane, the other day that, you know, when the mass comes alive, when the anointing of the Holy Ghost, for people who are attending this Friday session, 
I want you to put an amen if the mass has come alive, the holy mass, because the Holy Spirit reminds us of the holy mass. Every word in that holy mass is so meaningful. Uh, it is so beautiful. If that is you, then put an amen and give glory to God, because I know again what you're talking about. Because now it's all the Holy Spirit is all always with us. So that mass, the very mass, where has to yawn, 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 and wait for it to get over is so meaningful. Every word is so precious. Wow, it's so beautiful to have the Holy Mass there. And whenever you go to the Blessed Sacrament, you feel the presence of God. It's just so wonderful. So this is what happens when you come to a transformation session where the Holy Spirit Himself teaches you the Word. Your life cannot be the same. It has to change. Yes, so God. thanks, Jane, and thank you so much. You're a blessing to our prayer group, and not only to our prayer group, to everyone where you bring Christ. Okay. I offer my daily Mass for all the members of the prayer group and yes. for all the prayer requests put up there. And nothing yes. else. I don't ask other than that. More than that. Also pray for the precious, like how Emu prays. Pray for the hedge yes. of protection, protection yes, of the precious blood of Jesus upon each and every member, member of the prayer group and their families. Because you do not yes, know please. what, uh, you know, because the ones who attend this prayer group, they know it's a powerful place to come. So we don't want any evil coming near their families. So we want you to pray. And every member here who's listening, please cover every member of the prayer, Brisbane prayer group and every person of their families in the precious blood of Jesus. So this is a prayer that we should always be praying every day because it is very, very critical that, you know, we have the anointing of the Holy Spirit and the hedge of protection on every one of us. That's what keeps our prayer group alive and keeps it going. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you, sister. Thank you so much. Brother Vivek, I would like to yeah. give a testimony. I would like to praise and thank God for the award that I received last week on the 13th of November for the hard work that I've been putting in since nine months. I have taken up a new job, a sales and marketing job, which is very uh, taxing. But I would like to praise and thank the Holy Spirit for guiding me, for making me remember every small, minute jobs that had to be done and close every small request beautifully. And even for Deepak Tambe, who has been an angel by my side, helping me with all the new technology, teaching me patiently without getting angry. And I've learned so much through him. Thank you, Jesus. Praise, praise you, you, Jesus. All Thank glory you. to you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. I would like to thank and praise God for the mighty blessings he has showered on me till today for the gift of life. Last week, I was suffering from leg pain, a severe leg pain I had, and I happened to confess that I confess boldly, I am the body of Christ and Satan's sickness, sin, disease. You have no power and no place in me. 1 Corinthians 12, 27, John 14, 30. Amen. I went on confessing this word and I got rid of all my pain. And one more brother had given me a, a, a short uh, message by saying that you just say, Jesus, lose, loosen me. Jesus, loosen me. All your pain will go over. And today, I'm completely free from my pain. I thank and I praise God for all this beautiful thing which is happening in my life. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
Jesus. Yes, anyone else would like to testify? Yes, who would like to testify and give glory to God? Even if it's a small testimony, if you would like to say thank you, Jesus, it's still good. Don't worry about what you have to say. Just say thank you, Jesus. But still, that's a testimony that you thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm Dinah D'Souza. Yes, yes, Sandy. I praise and thank God for all the blessings, for the gift of life He has given us. I praise and thank God for this Brisbane Holy Spirit mystery. And, um, and I also thank for the chaplet and the rosary and bringing me in time for all these things. I praise and thank God for what he's doing for me. At times I get pain, I call out to him. I praise and thank God for all this. Thank you, Jesus. Praise thank you, you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Auntie Diana. Any would like to confess that the Friday prayer meeting that you have, the Bible study, the praying in tongues in the morning, or the rosary session, or the, re the reflections, or is there something that is touching your life and changing it? Uh, if that is you, then you should start and speak up and give glory to God. See, remember not to glorify the preacher or anybody, not man, but only God. So if any of these things are touching you, the Friday Bible study, this has truly touched your life. Your life is changed. You're not the same anymore. You can see things change in your life. You should stand up and profess and thank God for this because you are chosen. There could be so many other people who could have been chosen, but you were chosen to be here this Friday and every Friday and be blessed. If that is you, then stand up and speak up and give glory to God. Vic, I would just like to say also say thank you to the Lord and to the Holy Spirit for the morning session with Russell. 
praying in tongues and for the word that he ministers to us each day. And for myself, we have a God of surprises because truly I never know what he's going to say to me, where he's going to come from, what scripture he's going to give me. How exciting is that to have every morning when you wake up? How precious is that, that God speaks to us? God speaks to us. That's unbelievable. So I I really encourage everyone, if they can, to get on the morning praying in tongues. Yes, it's so beautiful. And to finish off our night, with the rosary and divine mercy and angelus. How powerful is that? Yes. You it know, the rosary, is. to me, the rosary is, as, is our spiritual warfare of mass destruction. That's how powerful it is. Yes, it is. It is and, we, and we certainly need divine mercy on the world at the moment. So I praise and thank the Lord for the ministry and everyone who does that. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Yeah, anyone who's blessed by the Friday teachings, uh, and if you could truly open up and share how your life has changed. Remember, somebody else will be blessed because of your testimony. Someone there would want to study the word just because you stood up to testify. Save a soul for Christ. Don't stand up for yourself. Stand up for somebody else. I can speak about the teaching, but the things, it is about how the other people are being benefited. So the Lord is speaking to you. Just stand up so someone else will be saved because of you. Praise God, brother. This is Rafina. I just want to thank and praise God for the praying in tongues actually it is morning for y'all but it is uh, like midnight for me so it is like exactly 12 o'clock so I do listen to the praying in tongues and the one which really touched me this time was uh, God our provider the Isaac the comparison between Isaac and Jesus that was really amazing like you know I didn't even think of something like that so I listened to it again the, the morning when I woke up. So it is like I'm trying to teach people about it. But, you know, I, I feel it's so beautiful. Whatever was said, it really touched me. And I thank Jesus that I've joined this prayer group. It's really helped me. And whenever I uh, read the Bible, I feel I'm a part of it. So that's something very different I've experienced. Before, I used to just read it like, you know, and even if I'm reading it, my mind was somewhere else and I'm reading it and I'm not knowing what I'm reading. But now when I read the Bible, I feel I'm a part of it. So I just want to thank and praise God for touching my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Rufina. Thank you for that wonderful testimony. You stood up for the word of God and that is important. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Jesus. Newton, where's your testimony? Praise the Lord, Brother Vivek. 
yeah brother every week you have to have a testimony the lord yeah. has kept you and me alive from the yeah. cemetery straight here for the purpose for a plan and purpose you know that so brother you know. every morning when i get up the first thing i thank you for bringing me into the word thank the and lord even now uh, thank the lord for you because the lord has blessed you and also the mon brisbane prayer group for the first prayer group which i started my wife got in on the facebook and got your number and from there my life has totally changed listening to the word and i remember you calling me often read the bible giving me the word telling me and asking me after some days again is to call and ask me what did you learn did you read the bible so joining the brisbane prayer group my life has totally changed today i learned a lot and day by day spiritually i'm getting stronger and stronger so the mm. first thing i pray for you and the family because brother you are the one who was with me when i was in india also and even when you came to australia also the lord brought me in contact with you and your group which i never knew that your group was there in the pandemic only that's why the lord had a plan that he brought me in contact with you so i yeah. thank and praise the lord for this and brother i think last time i gave this testimony i can't recollect that i was sinning in my mind in silence yeah you can give it again don't worry just yeah, i don't know. i did, i don't think i gave this give it i had a no condition applied wait yeah okay give it brother newton you're on mute uh now can you hear me yeah 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 sorry yeah Uh, i have a, i had a misunderstanding with one of my neighbor in my society we had a plan to go somewhere out and somehow the plan did not work and i was just uh, they just put me out of that of their plan and i was very uh, angry with them and whenever i met them i spoke to them but in my mind i had i was committing a sin by saying what they think of themselves they couldn't tell us they quietly went and i was mm-hmm. very annoyed but nobody knew this i was sitting in silence only the lord knew but to speak to them i was speaking as normal then one day in the morning when i was in prayers the holy spirit came and told me that the lord want to bless you but you are you have kept you are sitting in silence that should be out ask forgiveness to the lord and then you will see the difference the moment the holy spirit came and told me all the things that happened whatever i was sitting i have forgotten but the holy spirit brought to my mind and said right now tell jesus i'm sorry the moment i said lord i'm sorry for all the sins i had committed in silence and lord i promise you i will go and confess it in the church to the priest but right now lord i want to do confession to you i felt something heaviness gone out of my body and my body was totally light and then the lord the holy spirit said because of the sin in silence there was a block in your life so i praise and thank god for this for the holy spirit who spoke to me and i received a mighty blessing praise so god. this this all happened brother vivek it is to you the foundation which i the, if the foundation is strong the house will not fall so you are the right foundation for me the lord appointed you so today i can face in your the spawn of the holy spirit i can feel that whenever i fall the lord comes and help me to stand and walk back again i praise yes. and thank jesus for this amen thank, thank you thank you jesus thank you brother thank you for that wonderful testimony and thank you for yes, standing sir. up to give the testimony that is what i loved however small the testimony you stand up yeah 
and that is important we are just told to stand up for our testimony and give it to the lord so that is what i like and that is all about faith just standing up for the lord yes brother thank you brother yes. thank you dear yes yes anyone else would like to testify yeah anyone else once we can start rasul are you there Yes. Brother can you share how the lord inspires you on your topics daily because i know it's yes, every day. yeah so how how do you go into prayer and you know i mean you can you can definitely bring light to because you prepare every night i know that for the teaching in the morning so what is your prayer and how is your prayer pattern so can someone else can emulate that prayer pattern as well uh, you know because i know everything that you conduct in the morning is purely anointed people have talked about it and whole the i mean there's so many people all across the world talking about can you share light on you know how the lord speaks to you and what do you do oh it is more of a a daily routine now but it's it's actually more of spending that time in praise and worship every night okay. asking the lord what is he going to reveal to us the next morning what is it that we can learn and there are many times when there is nothing and it's virtually almost going down to crying lord what do you want to tell us today there must be something that we have to learn we want to know you more it's more of but it's more of actually spending that time with him one on one and in that personal relationship in that personal connection when you establish with him in that place of prayer that's when all sorts of revel- relations start coming in then and you learn from teachings of you know teachings of other uh, anointed men and women of god but at the same time when you're listening to certain teachings there is a parallel word of knowledge that the a word of revelation that the holy spirit will put into you at that stage where he connects other scriptures that you have read so reading that word of god is very important because the extent of your revelation will depend on what you have read in the word what you do not know will not come in your revelation to you so that's my only big tip there please keep on reading your word and what you are reading try and understand and ask him to show you and then in our place so of it's all about reading god's word it is it yeah, is yeah. 
there is nothing more powerful than that word of god and then when we look at the revelations that come and we understand it the better we know him the better we can build our relationship with him and the better we build our relationship with him that's how powerful your prayer then gets yes it's more yeah, of like so many people yeah. yeah go ahead okay yes it's more even like how we say in the business world you know what who whom you know does matter in this case well how well you know god does matter can't hear you brother i don't know the it's me but yeah so i think it's my internet connection that's probably a little unstable are you able to hear me now now i can hear you yeah now i can hear you. so so what i understand is it's it's all about you know reading god's word and speaking that word and you know meditating on that word and allowing that word to seep in and become flesh and we let that word work through you okay so if if uh, today's teaching is all about words so it's going to be a very powerful teaching I, i was praying that we had a very big audience today so that people's lives are blessed and they could come in and you know listen to this teaching uh and uh, yeah give glory to god so as we start today's teaching i just wanted this the holy spirit just told me brother to speak to you and ask you how the word of god has you know is so powerful as we keep on meditating on it thank you jesus okay if there's someone else or else we can start a little bit uh, there's a lot to cover today so i want to ensure that we do it in a proper way so today's teaching so we're starting a bible study today and today's teaching is on words father god let your word let your i come into the presence of your son jesus christ and let every word that i speak be anointed by the holy spirit let the blood of jesus be upon me to speak the word let no evil attack or nothing that comes from the nether world ever come against us or any person listening to this prayer or to this teaching tonight thank and praise you lord because you are the god of the impossible and everything happens through you thank you jesus amen okay we are doing words today now someone says it's only words what is there in words and we always hear this from people thinking that words are something that is spoken so we speak it all the time okay but how often we hear people use this expression as these and how false they are now we all know this the truth is rather that there's there is scarcely possible to estimate the power and the significance of words okay it's it's impossible for us to realize how powerful it is in the spirit realm see one thing is very clear and i'll share this with you our prayer is made from the physical realm into the spiritual realm okay everything happens in that realm okay the realm of the spirit is where the power is okay, it's not in the realm of the flesh it's in the realm of the spirit and as someone said uh, you know john 663 my word is spirit and they are life so the spirit of god is only fed by god's word you cannot feed the the holy spirit and you cannot feed your spirit without god's word so god's word is the only thing that can feed the human spirit and that is what matters because when the spirit of god who lives and dwells in us 
okay receives that word within us that builds up the very very the personality that is there within us the holy spirit takes over and once you give him an upper hand lord jesus everything of you and nothing of me everything starts moving from the physical realm into the spirit realm when the spirit has control over the soul that is the intellect the emotions and the intelligence that's when there's a direct connection between the spirit and the body through the soul so that's why we shared this last time there was a teaching on this we need to understand which realm are we operating if we are operating in the realm of the flesh then what is happening is that the devil is showing us things and we are seeing that and we are actually struggling and wasting our time by operating in the wrong realm and what happens when that happens many times the thought pattern is always in words and that is where we start speaking those words so if you see your mouth that is speaking negative words immediately you know that this the thought pattern has to change and you need to break the destroying thoughts of the devil so today we are going to learn a lot and this is very very critical for our teaching and for our very own spiritual life because this is a very very powerful topic to be a, one of the most powerful topics we have another similar teaching to this called the power of your word but this is a still advanced version of that teaching uh and how the words are so important so we're just going with words okay today so the fa- the faculty of the language is uh, that is the power of expression in words whether spoken or written is one of the supreme gift of god the creator to man the creature whom he formed in his own image and likeness it is one of the most important aspects of a likeness between god and man which is not shared by any creature of a lower order but this is what differentiates us from every other creature on this planet earth so today after unremitting efforts to prove the theory of evolution now i'm going a little bit into the digging of the word word itself to understand what is the word okay the faculty of language possessed by man remains one of the one clear unchallengeable mark of division between him and the animals what differentiates us between animals is the spoken word or the faculty of the word obviously we can write we can speak we can communicate and then that's where the word has so much of power and that differentiates us from the animal world which evolution even the evolutionists have never been able to remove, remove or explain this very understanding of why we are so different from the animal world so long as this barrier stands the theory of evolution can never provide a satisfactory account of the origin of man okay what happens language sets man apart okay now we understand one thing the faculty of language or the faculty is the faculty of thought and reasoning if you sa- want to satisfy yourself on this analyze the process of the thoughts that go in your mind savio are you there yes vivek savio when you think do you yes. think your thoughts in words or just come suddenly your thoughts just keep coming in your head is there a word keep, uh, it just keeps flowing yeah but the thoughts are in a word pattern it flows in words oh yeah you should do like this you should eat like this you should do like this there's no. a thought pattern, the spoken word somewhere there's a word right yes how can a thought just come as an image it will come yeah. with a word pattern it will say are you should do this way you should do that way it's like a like a word that would come in just try yeah. to analyze your thoughts anyone who's listening here yes. i'm going deep into the teaching so that you understand how and what the word is okay so even if you analyze your thought pattern the process of the thoughts that go on in your mind for a short period just take a little time you will yes. realize that the pattern is in words yes 
okay it's not in just images of that's why we call images just visions but your thought pattern is always in the form of words okay uh, and if you can there 80% of your thinking is done in words correct yes when you when you have a thinking go like this go right go left you'll have a thinking pattern okay i need to go right okay in your mind you're saying i need to go right i yes. need to go straight okay there's a word that is there in the thought pattern it's not just how how would you know right it doesn't have an image saying right this the word that is there behind there saying right or left yes. think of it i'm making all of you analyze your own thought pattern and you'll realize they're all in the form of words okay nothing of it other than words 80% of your thought or thinking is done in words in fact more refined and subtle a man's power of reasoning becomes the more dependent he becomes upon language as the material of reasoning so when you reason it is always in words you agree yes even if you question your thought pattern or if you question something it's always in words why are you saying that way you're questioning a thought pattern that also is in words you're not speaking remember this but your questioning also is in words i yes. guess yes suppose you feel like eating an ice cream but your doctor has told you not to eat an ice cream so you are now fighting that thought pattern and saying no i'm not supposed to eat the ice cream but you're not telling it you're not speaking it but in your mind you're reasoning that very thought pattern with another word yes i getting yes so so this is what a man shares in common okay and and with one another uh the simplest forms of physical sensation and desires just those things that man shares in common with other animals can partly be expressed by thoughts in form of other than language okay how you feel or how you desire okay but as we rise above the level we find that we okay we have no other means of expression but language okay so language becomes a very very strong way of expressing ourselves to one another is that clear sir yes okay so even plainer if we include the term language the symbolic system of logic mathematics music which are in reality only specialized forms of the same general faculty which is again a spoken language you can have music but again in a written language correct yes so if you're learning the guitar or learning a piano you'll have it in a language there's a language that is there and it's again an advanced form of nothing but a language okay yes so the conclusion about this whole understanding the little briefing about language drawn merely from common human experience are fully confirmed when we consider what god himself teaches on that subject so the two rips two supreme revelations of himself that god has given to man are first the bible and second is jesus christ upon both these divine authority has been confirmed the title the word of god have you heard this the yes. word of god came to you know whichever prophet the word of god okay so could anything give to words as such a higher importance than this there is nothing greater than god's word is that correct yes okay so now we understand we are going to go to different dynamics of the word and we dissect this whole teaching for us to understand the depth of the word and how important it is and how the spoken word of god has to heal a cancer heal a disease heal a broken relationship heal a person who's unemployed heal a financial situation how if you pay full attention to the teaching that's why it's going from the depth it's not going from the top right from down anyone who listens to this teaching will be able to use the word in a simple straightforward way because if god used the word we use the word and if he could see 
the manifestation. We would see the manifestation because his word says it. Okay, so let's go to understanding and I praise God that we all get to use the word powerful and start seeing a lot of miracles in our life every day because that's the, that's the reason why the word is so strong. So word are things, okay? So we're going to this understanding words are things. The two actual human languages which God's written revelation in the Bible were given. So you know the two languages, the Old Testament and the New Testament. Okay? Yep. So what was given to man? They were Hebrew, Hebrew. and his sister Aramaic and it's the Old Testament and Greek is in the New Testament, okay? Yes. The there's one particular significant fact in common to both of these languages. In each of them, there is one word. In Hebrew, the word is dabar, D-A-B-A-R. And in Greek, the word is rima. And they can equally accurately be transferred either word or thing. Okay. Only the context each can show in each instance which translation is to be preferred. And sometimes it is necessary to translate in both ways to give full meaning of the origin. Now let's go to scripture and understand this. I want you to take this teaching as it is and start speaking words from your mouth as it is because the word of God is powerful. You put it to the test and you see how that word works in your life. Amen. Okay. Take me to Luke 137. Now, this is the angel Gabriel speaking to Mother Mary, okay? We're taking this as our first scripture for today. For with God, nothing is or ever shall be impossible. As you understand before, with God, nothing shall be impossible, okay? Is or ever shall be impossible. Means you know with God, even the impossible is possible, okay? If we understand this further, with God, no word will be void of its power. Can you say that? No word that is spoken will be void of its power. Means God's word has power, okay? Or every word of God contains in it the, the power for its own fulfillment. So when you speak a word of healing, the word healing will manifest in your life. Uh, we had a testimony today. Someone said, I'm the body of Christ. Satan has no power and place in my body for sickness. Whatever sickness. You can speak to the sickness and say, you have no power and place in my body. Get out of me. Because this has become, this is the body of Christ. If you keep on meditating on that word, you'll soon see that sickness leave your body because you're commanding the sickness to leave. Okay, all this is the spoken word. And this has power. So I'm going to teach you and understand word by word how do we use God's word to start seeing things in our life. If people are saying our prayers are never being heard, let us start using God's word to see prayers being heard because his word says that. And let's start using it, okay? Now, as we understand, the peculiarity of, uh, the peculiarity of Hebrew and Greek, the two languages chosen for divine revelation is no accident. It illustrates one thing, is a fundamental principle of the divine nature. With God, words are things, okay? There is no real distinction between the two. Now, if you notice, God says words are things. You go to Genesis 1, verse 3, and what does God say there? 
just lead yeah and god said let there be light and there was light okay when god spoke the word light was it was it the light was a thing correct yes the light was a thing is it clear and that thing came into being because when you speak the thing the thing comes into being when you when that's the spoken word okay so words are things is what we understand and again go to hebrews 11 verse 3 i'm going to write from the depth so if somebody holds on to this teaching you will have a mighty parallel because i'm taking it right from the down right up to the top so if uh, let's let's all of us hold on to this teaching and get to understand it from the way it's being you know it the holy spirit is giving it to us by faith that is with an inherent trust and enduring confidence in the power wisdom and goodness of god we understand that the worlds the universe ages were framed and created you formed put in order and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of god what was it framed by all this you said was framed by what by the word of god okay the only thing this is what i was coming to so hebrews 11:3 says you know that by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of god so in the sober fact we understand words are the only means that god used to create the whole universe are you understanding now the creative power the creative power is in god's word okay this is the first understanding that we get the creation power and god said let there be light god is saying the words are things and there was light and here it says by faith we understand that the worlds were created okay by the word of god so let's go further to understand words are the materials out of which the whole universe is constructed it is not too much to say therefore that the that committing to man the faculty of speech god committed to man his own divine creative power so the very faculty of speech it also includes god's very creative power that is there in us so we are co-creators of god when we use his word and when we speak that word out okay so now understand there is power every time when somebody speaks the word is because he sees it come into manifestation now let's go ahead so his own divine creative power no wonder that it remains a supreme distinction between what man is and what the animals are so animals don't speak a word but the but man does speak a word and man has the power to create just like god created so that very faculty of creation is in our word so you create something from nothing so we i just want to ask you a question okay and for all of you here okay if you are going through a very dark patch at your workplace okay and you're finding it hard because you know a lot of politics around and things are different okay and you've been drained down especially people who are you know treating you or mistreating you or there's bullying or harassment at the workplace does this happen everywhere right yes yes okay in different formats it's not in one format it could be in different formats like somebody is harassing you you know through emails through this or you know someone is jealous of your you know success or you've been you're you're being favored by your boss and other people can't see this happening and 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 so many times you're really down 
Now, at that point, what do you speak is what matters. Yes. Okay. If you are going to speak words that are not in alignment with God's words, or you speak words of hopelessness, nothing good can come out of me. Okay. What are you actually doing? Are you allowing faith or you're living by your, you know, by your senses, by your sense knowledge or by your faith knowledge? By sense knowledge and bringing uh, fear and frustration, you know, into, into my life. Are you getting me? Yeah. So when you start speaking those words, you are allowing and giving way to that very situation to start manifesting in your life. So if the devil is showing you a situation and see, see how horribly you're being treated at your workplace, people are ruining you, everything is being spoiled. And you start saying, yes, I agree with, I agree that you are, you know, agree that, you know, that this is bad. It's horrible. The workplace is not good. Now you're not speaking anything which is in alignment with God's word. What God is saying, you are a creator. Okay. You can create. Are you understanding? Just now when I said that, I meant it. Okay. And this is what it's, but this is very important. His own divine creative power is in us. By him giving us the faculty of speech, God committed to man his own divine creative power. Okay. Jane, can you write this down? Uh, if you can, or someone can write this down. And put it up because this is what is the this is the critical base that we need to stand on. Okay, I'm just giving you the words. Therefore, in committing to man the faculty of speech, comma, God committed to man His own divine creative power. So we have a faculty of speech and in that is a creative power. Now, when you create over a situation which is negative, horrible, hostile, you are creating something new and you become a creator. You're creating a beautiful. Now, Savio, at this point, when you start speaking, I see a blessing. I see my job as my blessing. I see a situation change in my favor. I see good things happen. I see prosperity. I see the company progressing. I see the people who are working all being prosperous and all are being you know successful and there is a positive atmosphere in our culture i see blessings i see the the anointing of the holy ghost upon everyone in this workplace i see blessing after blessing what are you doing you're creating a positive atmosphere which you are creating are you understanding yes you are speaking yes. that faculty of creation which god has given man he is not given this to the animals and that's what separates us from the animal or with any other living or any other being. And we should realize that that's why the spoken word has power because I can speak over a situation and that situation will come into existence with my spoken word. It will take precedence over the situation that is already there. And a new situation will get created because that faculty of creation is God's given faculty to me. It's in my faculty of speech. Is that clear? Yes. So this is what separates us. So if this, someone can write that down, it's very important. And that is the base of today's teaching. Okay. Words from the heart. Okay. Now let's get to understand this. The Lord Jesus gave us a further insight into the importance of words. And I just want you to take to one, one scripture, which I'm going through. Every scripture is important for today's teaching. And today's teacher's teaching is phenomenal it's one of the best teachings and thank the holy spirit for giving me this teaching 
I was going to be teaching on another topic right up to yesterday. I shared this with Brother Russell. I was ready for it. And then I had another topic. And then the Holy Spirit said, no, it's today is going to be on words. And that's why it is totally last minute change of topic. And I feel this is the best topic. Uh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So the Lord gives us a further insight into the importance of words. And now take me to Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. You brood of vipers, how can you who are evil say anything good? For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. So out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Okay, This is what Matthew 12, 34 is. Now we're going scripture by scripture into this, deeper into this understanding of the word so that it really impacts our lives, all of us, including me and everyone. Okay, So we start using this as we understood from the very baseline itself, that the faculty of speech in that faculty is God's given creative power that exists in every humanity. Okay, and that separates us from the animals. So now you understand from the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Okay, And that is to say that the first and full revelation of the contents of the man's heart is given in his words. Okay, So you will understand immediately what you're speaking is actually what is your heart is being filled up. Okay. Now let's go to Proverbs 4.23. So if you notice, if now I want to ask you, somebody will say, but brother, you're saying all this, what you meant by it. If you are complaining, criticizing, gossiping, and saying, no, it's useless, nothing good, everyone is good, I'm suffering, I'm this. So actually you are speaking what is there in the abundance of your heart. Okay, and that is what is abundance, all filled with negativity, filled with fear. And your, your, your mouth is just speaking of the abundance of your heart. And that is why you should understand immediately the Holy Spirit should say, this is not from God. Immediately repent. That's why that hymn today, come as you are. Go to the Lord, say, I'm sorry. I speak your word, Lord. I'm sorry that I'm speaking from the flesh. I'm not speaking from your word. And Lord, you fill me with your love. Take away all this negativity. Take away all this pride and ego. And stand up to the Lord and things will start moving. Take me to yeah, Proverbs 4.23. Above, uh, above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Okay. So the heart is the origin and the wellspring of a man's whole life. Okay. And one thing we have done is we have done even a reflection on this. I'm sure you remember the reflection. Okay, guard your heart. Okay, but words are the divinely ordained channel through which life shall flow and shall find expression. So life shall flow through the words. Okay, that's the divinely ordained channel. Every time, that's why he says, my words are spirit and they are life. Okay, take me to John 6.63.
the spirit gives life the flesh counts for nothing the words i have spoken to you they are full of the spirit and life okay is that clear yes praise god it is for the reason that jesus himself is called the word of god that's the very reason why jesus is the word of god by our senses we cannot know god we cannot search or understand him now i just want you to understand one thing savio uh, when i say savio i'm obviously relating to everyone because i can't call everyone by name okay and savio i hope you don't mind yes okay uh, but when a man sits silent in your presence or in you know, when you're sitting next to someone you cannot sense what is in his heart you agree yes but when he speaks he conveys to you in senses in words what is there in his heart yes okay if you ask yes. someone how's your life going how is it so so oh, it's horrible it's terrible there's nothing good happening with him so you know out of his heart is flowing a lot of negativity lot of you know there's the, the input in his heart is not from a good source it's yes. from the world but if a person is truly born again of the spirit he'll say wow life is so beautiful what a wonderful day today morning as i woke up i saw the birds i looked at the sky i could see the sunrise i give thanks and glory to god because i'm alive today what a beautiful day that the lord has you know given me to see and you could say i saw the lilies i saw the flowers i saw the bees i could see birds chirping when i went to work i was so happy i could see people happily smiling so there are some other people also are walking and say oh what a steep slope it was the bus was so horribly full it was so it was you know the birds were just irritating they keeping on you know making noises are you understanding how the yes. heart two people seeing the same thing one person says is so wonderful and so divine thank you lord for keeping me alive and the other person say oh, i wish i was not alive to see such a horrible day these birds are really troubling me and you know i really am not really happy are you getting yes. so when a person speaks he speaks from the it what flows from his heart always you'll get to know when a person opens his mouth you'll realize what is the faculty that is operating in him is it the creative power of god that is working or is it the flesh that is speaking if he is speaking from the flesh he'll never be happy okay and this is how you can make out truly what is in a person's heart let him open his mouth and you'll know that it is for that reason that jesus is called the word of god now as we said by our senses we cannot know god but we cannot search or understand the heart and mind of god uh, <clears throat> creation that is god's words have become things gives us a certain witness of god's eternal power and godhead okay so let's take another scripture in this romans 120 today we're going to a lot have lot of scriptures because i'm building up a pattern from the base right up to commanding and allowing the word to work for you and me because that's what the whole teaching today is going to be really powerful till the end for since the creation of the worlds god's invisible quality his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that people 
are without excuse. Okay. So as we see, God's word has become things, gives us a certain witness of God's eternal power and Godhead, but it does not fully reveal the heart of God. Okay. So that's the depth of God. On the other hand, Jesus manifested to our senses in human flesh, gives us the full and perfect okay, revelation of the heart of God. Just as man's word conveys to our senses the invisible thoughts of his heart when he speaks, so Jesus conveys to our senses the nature of the invisible God. He, in the deepest sense, the word of God. Okay, He himself is God's spoken word, the word of God. The perfect expression of our senses, of the heart and mind of God, which we could not and never fully know in any other way. Jesus is truly the living word. Okay? Breaks down the barrier between the heart of God and the heart of man. So that cross that we talk of is the very way to the Father. And that is breaking down the barrier between the heart of God and the heart of man. Truly when God's word enters our heart, our life change. Today when you wake up in the morning, first thing you thank God, and say, wow, Lord, thank you for keeping me alive to see this beautiful day. Such a wonderful day. When you go to bed, you say, Lord, thank you, Lord, for the wonderful day you gave me. Even if it's good, bad, whatever. For the things I learned, Lord, for the mistakes I made, and what you taught me during this day, I thank you and praise you. Why thanksgiving comes from within? Because your soul is prosperous, because God's word is filled in it. And you only have things to thank God. Now, when you're in the flesh and you're not in God's word, a person will not be able to just thank God for everything. He'll say, hey, only if I see good things, I will thank God. But otherwise, if you're in God's word, that word of God is so powerful. Even the little things of life are joyful. If you, it is you, you can see happiness in little things of life. Little things of life. Truly little things of life. And you're so happy to see it. If a bird chirps and you say, wow, what a beautiful sound. If you look at you know, a flower and say, how well, God, you've created this flower. If you look at your own life and think, never have you thought, uh, never you have told the heart you have to start beating or you have ever told the hand, you, okay, you, have to, you, know, you have to hold a plate or you have to do something. Everything just happens. We are just so unique. If you are really thanked and praise God daily for all the little things, put an amen there because you need to be blessed by God further. And I put the amen as well because the Lord reminds me to be thankful. When you are thankful and grateful, you know, better things come our way. Beautiful things come our way. You know, even things that are not good, you know, from the world's perspective, turn for our good because we are thankful to God, the creator. We're saying, Lord, you gave it to us. When you get up in the morning, you thank God that you are alive because now you realize truly the meaning of life. You're not immortal. You know, you're not, you know, Anyone cannot live forever. Okay. So you truly understand that life is so valuable that I could have been one of the people who never woke up, but God still woke me up to see this beautiful day. This is why it's so important to be in God's word. Okay. Now, words divine origin, and we'll understand this part. The faculty of speech then is of divine origin. It is something wonderful and sacred. It is not to be belittled or misused. Now, Jesus himself repeatedly warned us against this. Can you take me uh, to Matthew 12, 37? Now, these are all important scriptures. You can use this and understand this. That's why word of God is critical. We are moving to our main part of the teaching now. The divine origin of God's word. 
we are taking 1237 first. For by your words, you will be acquitted. And by your words, you will be condemned. Okay, so by your words, you'll be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. Okay, what this is Matthew 12, 37. Now go one verse on top, that is 36. But I tell you that everyone will have to give account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. Okay, let me put this here in perspective. Every idle word that men may speak, they will give an account of it on the day of judgment. This is Matthew 12, 36. Now, when you speak an idle word, okay, a word that is not in alignment with God's word, you have. we are supposed to be judged by that. Now, we know that we are in a state of grace and that's what I all want to share with everyone. We all make mistakes and we'll continue making mistakes. But what does the Lord tell us is that to repent and say, I am sorry, please forgive me for the idle words I've spoken. And every curse that I have put on my own self, I break it in the name of Jesus because you became a curse for me on the cross. That's why Galatians 3, 13 and 14 are, are the scriptures for breaking curses. Savio, do you know that you can put a curse on your own self? Yes. Okay. Now, these are idle words. Now, someone may say, but what do you mean? Okay. I, you said I should, nothing good will happen in my life. Okay. I'm a total failure. I'm, I'm total ruin. I'm a black sheep of a family. Yes. Uh, you know, I think horrible things are always been happening and I think they'll always like that only, you know, will happen to me. Now, people don't realize that they keep speaking this. Okay. Uh, and it's, it's, it's sometimes it comes back to you only to bite you. Okay. A person who is jobless says, I will never, ever get a job. I'm telling you, I will never, ever, ever, ever get a job. I'm saying this and I know it will happen. Now, what will happen to that person? He'll never get a job. And then what that person will say, Jesus, you're not answering my prayer. Yes. Jesus, you're not giving me anything in life. Now, I want you to understand if it is you, I want you to know that are we doing this and then asking God, why are you not hearing my prayer? Okay. If you're praying for your son-in-law or for a daughter or for your children, or you're praying for your spouse, or you're praying for someone, and you are saying that my spouse is the most useless creature on this planet earth, nothing good can ever come out of my spouse. Okay. If you're praying for a person who's a drunkard, you say he's a drunkard and he will always be a drunkard all his life. I'm telling you this, I'll write and give. Now, Savi, I want to ask you this question. If, if a wife prays for the husband and says, okay, no, you know, my husband is a drunkard and I am 100% sure all his life he'll be drinking. He will never stop drinking because he keeps saying I'll stop and he starts. Stop, starts. He keeps on telling lies and he keeps drinking. I know he's a drunkard forever. I'll write on a paper and give. And the next day, the person goes to church for a prayer meeting and also says the rosary and says, Jesus, make my husband stop drinking. Now, tell me one thing. Is this prayer going to be answered? No, it will not be answered because uh, in this case, the person is speaking the words that her husband would, would still continue drinking. <clears throat> okay. Now, this person does not attend a Bible study like this or doesn't attend a prayer meeting teaching. Now, what are you understanding here on this teaching is the truth. 
the truth is god's word and and we all make this mistake including me okay but the truth says but i tell you that that you tell you that everyone i will have to give account on the day of judgment for every empty word that is spoken for by your words it says by for your words you will be acquitted okay what it means by that by your words okay you will be justified justified and by your words you will be condemned condemned so if you your as a spouse you are speaking against your spouse and you have spoken that word what happens now you have put a curse and you are telling that person you will drink all your life and you will not stop drinking and i'm writing and giving and even if you go to church retreat and you're praying for your husband and telling everybody my husband i wish you please pray my husband stop drinking please pray please pray brother please pray for my husband to stop drinking he is a drunkard he'll always drink all his life i'm so 100% he'll die of drinks okay and then he says please pray but that he stops drinking now i want to understand why are we taking this example it's not that i'm coming up to someone but i'm just trying to say is this our prayer pattern and if it is so the word of god in mark in this matthew 12 37 says by your very words by your words by your own words you'll be justified and by your own words you'll be condemned so if you condemn you'll be condemned by your words that prayer can never be an answered prayer is that clear yes so be careful because sometimes we also use this at in our own children and tell our children you are useless child i can't see you anything good happening for you okay and many times parents even go to say wrong things i've been counseling some people and the parents have spoken to them and say you'll never have children forever okay these are parents words okay you will be childless and never you will have a child and this is my word and nothing will happen and that same parent then goes and asks brother pray brother something good happens my child you know gets a child now i want you to understand this is how the devil operates he wants us to use the very words to get condemned okay if it is you and if you are making such statements you need to break them using galatians 3:13 so we repeat after me father god father god i am sorry i am sorry that i have spoken that i have spoken empty words empty words and lord i know and lord i know today today my eyes have opened my eyes have opened as i read as i read matthew 1236 matthew 1236 and matthew 1237 and matthew 1237 for the times i have spoken curses on my own life for the times i have spoken curses on my own life related to my jobless situation related to my jobless situation to finances to finances to health to health even speaking death or anything evil which to is not in line to even speaking death or anything evil that is not, not in line in line with god's word with god's word or speaking ill about my spouse children or colleagues or parents or speaking ill about my spouse my children my colleagues or parents 
I ask for repentance, Father God. I ask for repentance. And I break every spoken word. And I break every spoken word. And any curse out of that word. And any curse out of that word. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Because Jesus became a curse on the cross. Because Jesus became a curse on the cross. And every word that has spoken out of my mouth, which has been empty and idle. And every word that has been spoken from my mouth that is empty and idle. Over my spouse or my children or myself. Over my spouse or my children or myself. I break them now in the name of Jesus. I break them now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I receive your divine love. And Lord, I receive your divine love. Through your son, Jesus Christ. Through your son, Jesus Christ. Who is the Lord, the Savior and the Master of my life. Who is the Lord, Savior and Master of my life. I truly repent. I truly repent. And I ask for forgiveness. And I ask for forgiveness. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Okay, now this was a prayer I made for my heart. Okay, I just want to tell you, this is how we need to go back to the Lord and say sorry. Is that clear? I hope people who are there listening are understanding. If it's blessing you, put an amen. Because I want you to understand this teaching is not a teaching that is going to be just for this Friday, it's going to be helping your life. It's going to be helping you in your lifetime because you will start seeing wherever you put curses, things will start opening up. Okay, the very spouse that was drinking will ever stop drinking forever. The very person who was in a bondage will be opened up because parents don't realize that they start speaking this and the bondage goes on the child. And then the child is suffering all their life, even till old age, not realizing from where all this is coming. Are you getting? So sometimes the parents will say, you're good, you're good for nothing. Nothing good will happen to you in your life. You watch. This is what I speak as a parent and it will come to pass. And then when you see your child suffering, even if the child grows big, you don't know what's happening. You go for novenas, you go for prayers, you start saying this, but you don't realize that you have put a curse. Because the word in, in, in Matthew 12, 37 says, your words, by your own words, you'll be condemned. So I want you to understand that today's teaching is not about yes, good teaching, brother. You are going to use this and understand that you break the rim of that very curse and you move back into grace. Soon that very thing that was obstructing your child's prosperity and which you had put has now been broken. Your child suddenly becomes prosperous. The grace of God flows. The grace is the unmerited favor of God that you and I cannot get through our hard work. It's earned by Jesus Christ on the cross. By you putting a curse on somebody, you've taken away that blessing. And that person, if he's not in God's word, he'll not realize that he has to break it. And you putting it on the child or putting it on your spouse, don't realize why your spouse is not drinking. Stop drinking because he cannot stop drinking because your curse is upon him and he's not in God's word. So he's just, he's under that condemnation. So please understand 
that this is not about coming on a Friday. This is about life changing. This is about transformation. This is about how you change the realm from the realm of the flesh to the realm of the spirit and start seeing prosperity. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Take me to another scripture, Matthew 5, 37. I hope this is changing our understanding of the word now. And it's going deeper. And as we go deeper, let's go. All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. Let your yes be a yes and a no be your no. Okay, you remember Savio, when we are small, I don't know, I mean, I'm sure some of us we are doing, whenever we are small and someone says, hey, what happened, man? He said, no, Ari, I told you, I told you, no, you'll tell your friend, I told you I can't come. I swear to God, man, I'm telling you, 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 you used, you touch your neck and, you know, you should put your hand there and say, I swear on God, man, I'm telling you that, you know, I, nothing like this. I told man, I'm telling you, I swear, I swear on God, I'm swearing. Are you yes. getting me? Yes, yes. God promise. God, God promise. promise. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How many of you have done that? Put an amen. Don't lie. Don't hide and say, no, no I never did all your lies. Brother, I'm okay. All you liars, I'm telling you, God will meet you today. <laughs> including me okay i also have done that <laughs> god promise god promise i'm telling you so how many god promises are there on this prayer group right now okay so see there's nothing to hide brothers and sisters here we all have done it okay and my point is we don't realize that we are doing something wrong because the word here says let your yes be a yes and let your no be a no but we all say god promised if someone says hey tell the truth here tell the truth and you say, what you'll say Savio? God promise. God, God promise. promise. Double God promise. Double God promise. You know, one what you want, hundred, hundred ten. God, you're taking the promise on God. Okay. And sometimes we don't realize what we are doing. Okay. You cannot take the name of the Lord in vain. Are you getting me? Yes. There is a huge price that we need to pay when we take the name of the Lord in vain. Because what he says, let your yes be a yes. If the person does not believe you, that's his problem. Yes, it is a truth. Okay. I am sick. Suppose you tell your boss, I'm sick. I'm not coming to work. He says, tell me the truth. You say, yeah, I'm sick. I'm not coming to work. Okay. So then what you will tell him? Are God promise here? God, if you're saying God promise, then definitely. Yes. Okay. But it's remember one thing. Your yes has to be a yes and a no has to be a no. Okay. And anything beyond this comes from the evil one. How many of you with the scripture, your eyes have opened up? Just by the scripture, including me, I would say that anything apart from yes or no is from the evil one. Okay, so let your yes be a yes and let your no be a no. So, thank you, Jesus. And now, uh, and then, yes, thank you so much. There was someone who put a, you know, we, we also used to forwarding chain letters, you know, we have learned through the teachings, I think last Friday itself, that someone puts a chain letter forward to 20 people and, you know, you'll get a blessing. And I truly agree with, uh, you know, Christina today. And that is exactly what it is. You cannot earn salvation through our hard work. It's already earned by Jesus Christ on the cross. If you do that, God will bless you. A condition. God had never given a condition. There are no conditions to salvation. Do you agree, Savio? 
Yes. So if somebody tells you, Savi, you forward this now to 20 people and today, you know, you'll become lucky. Miracle will come to you. Jesus will come as a miracle. Is that a prayer? No. Okay. So please understand how the devil operates. Okay. And what the devil wants us to do is fall into superstition. Superstition is not from God. Okay. It is the works of the enemy. Okay. So I hope you're understanding this. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So our word should be sober, accurate, pure, without exaggeration, sacred instruments used for sacred purposes. Idle words used in any other way for any other purposes are sins to be confessed and to put away before God who can restore his blessings upon our life. You know, many times when we say, I swear, or God promised, we are actually putting curses on ourselves because you're taking the name of God in vain. Are you understanding? Yes. So let us see a prayer again. Father God. Father God. For the times I use the word, I swear, O God promise. For the times I use the word, I swear, O God promise. Not aligning with your word. Not aligning with your word. In Matthew 5.37. In Matthew 5.37. Where your word says. Where your word says. Let your yes be a yes and your no be a no. Let your yes be a yes and a no be a no. For whatever is more than that is from the evil one. For whatever is more than that is from the evil one. Father God, I was not aware of this truth. Father God, I was not aware of this truth. But your word has opened my eyes. But your word has opened my eyes. I truly repent for taking your name in vain. I truly repent for taking your your name in vain. Any curse that comes upon me or my family because of taking your name in vain is broken by the name of Jesus. Any curse upon my family for taking your name in vain is broken now in the name of Jesus. Including myself. Including myself. Okay. Is broken by the name of Jesus. Is broken by the name of Jesus. I repent and I'm truly sorry. I repent and I'm truly sorry. And I will not do this again. And I will not do this again. I ask for forgiveness in Jesus' mighty name. I ask for forgiveness. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. And also say, and let the grace of God be upon me and my family. And let the grace of God be upon me and my family. And his hand of favor and superabundance be upon me and my family. And his hand of favor and superabundance be on me and my family. Amen. Amen. Okay, so that's done again. So I hope we are understanding. We are breaking one one thing of the past. If we have done it, it could have been a bondage sitting somewhere else. Now we are broken totally out of it. Okay, amen. We are free. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. So we all are free. We should rejoice. So that's that's powerful. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, let's go to Psalm 45 too.
you are the most excellent of men and your lips have been anointed with grace since god has blessed you forever amen amen okay we can repeat this actually you are the okay. most let's 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 say it in a prayer i am i am the most excellent the most excellent of men of men or women for women or women and my lips and my lips have been anointed have been anointed with grace with grace since god since god has blessed me forever has blessed me forever amen amen okay so this is how we use scripture in our daily life is that working now have you understood yes we are taking that very scripture which god has given and we are taking it that's why somebody puts an amen there i'm praying for someone for a healing i've been many times i've prayed for someone for a healing someone else puts an amen he gets it for free why because he he, he takes the healing as well so this is how you understand if you can go ahead and just take it you get it okay that's because it operates in faith okay the lord doesn't say i only heal this one person everyone in the city got healed because everybody chose to take it it is just as simple as that okay okay now let's go to colossians chapter 4 verse 6 let your conversation be always full of grace seasoned with salt so that you may know how to answer everyone so to the church paul commands let your speech always be with grace okay this is again an important scripture not only does god desire through faith to restore to our words grace and purity he seeks to restore also the authority and dominion that man held before the fall but lost to sin okay so he restores everything god is a restorer but we have to remember the areas of our life now i am telling you so many people would have said i swear i go you know god promise but never ever bother to make a prayer to break it today we have made a prayer truly some of you may be feeling light inside you if that is you i am feeling light as well i am putting an amen there because you don't realize that we make these mistakes and allow it to be inside us we don't truly repent and say lord just i repent but the lord keeps on telling us you have said i swear you have said god promise you have used the name in vain you use idol words you never realize you do all this and many people come brother prayer is never getting answered i'm praying day and night but you're cursing also day and night yes brother but then the prayer has to be word head no the word of god has word does not work it works with grace your faith is important if you are having faith and fear it does not work you can't mix it okay so now we'll understand one thing so man is given the same restoration what he had and the same authority and dominion he held before the fall that happened through sin okay in job 22 was 28 it is a promise to the sinner who will meet god condition of repentance and faith and things will change that's why it's important for us to understand this scripture again how do we get our restoration everything that was robbed will come back 
I'm taking you straight to that scripture of restoration for someone who has lost something. If you want that restoration back, this is your scripture. Okay. I hope you are help. Is this teaching helping you? If it is definitely helping you, put an amen. Thank you, Jesus. Vivek, okay. is it uh, Job 22, 28? Job 22 was 28. 20. What you decide on will be done and light will shine on your ways. Okay, so here in this translation I have, you will also declare a thing and it will be established for you. You will declare a thing and it shall be established for you. Just take me, I think it is King James. The words also have so much power. Every word that you put. Thou shalt also decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee and the light shall shine upon, your, upon thy ways. Okay, so you will declare a thing and it shall be established for you. So that's a decree of a redeemed sinner shall have the same authority as the decree of the almighty God. Powerful. Amen. The same authority of the almighty God is with a person who is, uh, we met the conditions of repentance and faith. So repentance is what it happens. So I said, this scripture is about restoration. He seeks to restore also the authority and dominion that man held before the fall through his sin. Why do people pray with authority and see their life change all the time? They see answered prayer all the time. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I command this situation to change. And they just speak it and don't bother also. And it happens. The change just takes place. When they say change, it changes. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that this person gets a wonderful job. Let him not get one offer, but three offers. Soon, without even thinking, three offer letters come to the person. Soon, Father says, Father God, I pray in a special way that this person gets a mighty flow of abundance in his health. Suddenly, good health starts in the person's life. Suddenly, the person starts deciding to exercise, eat good food, take healthier habits. Things just start changing. His mental attitude towards himself starts changing. How does that all happen? Why is the person who prays with authority seeing all that happening and someone who's begging Jesus, please help me, Jesus, please, I'm going to go again to church three times a day if you hear my prayer. Jesus, please, Jesus, please. Now, the person who begs till he is truly born again, if he's begging even after that, then is he born again? No. Is the Holy Spirit definitely operating in him if he's begging and begging no. and begging of God? No. Okay. What is God saying here? He's saying that I will establish whatever you have declared. To declare a thing, it will be established for you. Okay. So it's so important to understand this. Now, of Samuel, it is written. Okay. 
I want you to understand now how the prophet spoke. This part is very critical for people who are sticking on. This part is extremely critical in your prayer life. I'm taking you to how the prophet spoke and how they saw manifestation. When you and I speak, we should only say that there's going to be manifestation. Okay, so we're going through that scriptures now. Take me to 1 Samuel 3, 19. And Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and did, did let none of his words fall to the ground. So that the words that were uttered by Samuel represented the mind and the will of God, that they were as sure, as effectual, as if God had uttered them himself. Are you understanding? Yes. The word that left our mouth, the word that left Vivek's mouth, the word that left Russell's mouth, or the word that left anyone who's here listening to our mouth is the word that God uttered himself. Using Savio's mouth, using Vivek's mouth, will that word come to pass? Yes. So that same thing is what we are doing now. And it says very clearly, none of his words fell to the ground. It means whatever he spoke manifested. So we have to understand that if I quote 1 Samuel 3.19 and said, Lord, as Samuel grew and you are with him, you are with me too. And none of my words will fall to the ground. Are you understanding how this builds our faith? Yes. And now when you start repeating, just as Samuel grew, Lord, I have grown. And you are with me just as you are with Samuel. And none of his words fell to the ground. So none of the words that I speak will fall to the ground. In fact, every spoken word from my mouth is an answer prayer, is a miracle, is a manifestation of what is being spoken. I can see it in the spirit realm that it's already answered. What happens now? The prayer is answered. You know, now what happens? You're speaking God's word because God himself has spoken this word. So he can't go back on his word because the word that he gave Samuel, you're claiming that word. That's why I say somebody claims an amen when I'm praying for someone else and gets that blessing. He takes that anointing straight away because all he is doing is just standing in faith and saying, Lord, I also receive. And he gets it. Same way if you take the same scripture and say, Lord, none of the words that will fall to the ground which I'm speaking. If you hold on to the scripture in depth and speak it every day, Every word you speak from your mouth is a Lord, just as Samuel's word never fell to the ground, my words that will leave from my mouth are your words and they'll not fall to the ground, they will manifest. And Lord, now this is my prayer and I make this prayer. And then you will start seeing manifestation. That's why I shared with you, now I'm going through the powerful part of the teaching. So if you stick with me now, the, the life has to change. So use this, can somebody always, can you put this down, Jin? And someone write it down here. 1 Samuel 3.19. Have you understood, Savio, how you make this prayer? Yes. So you use the word Samuel and put your word there. So how does Savio pray is like this? And, and Lord, just as Samuel grew, Savio grew. And the Lord was with, just as the Lord was with Samuel, Lord, you are with me. And none of his words fell to the ground. And none of my words will fall to the ground. 
because they'll come to pass because you speak the words and your spoken words is already manifested. Thank you, Father, for manifesting the words in Jesus' name because your words will not fall to the ground. That's your spoken word, Lord. And I believe in the name of Jesus, I command the situation to change and that is the word that has left my mouth and it will come to manifestation just as you promised in 1 Samuel 3.19, it will come to pass. This decree is done in heaven and I see it manifesting in my life. And then once you start using the scripture, now you start seeing things changing. Are you getting me, Sabha? Yes. Okay, so this is one, one scripture that we'll use, 1 Samuel 3.19. Please keep it in your daily prayer. That's why when you make a prayer, use this before you start the prayer. Now, somebody may call me and say, brother, given writing, how to, how to say it, use the same scripture, ask the Holy Spirit, change the words, maybe keep the same text, but change it and say, Lord, as you bless Samuel, bless me. And just say the same thing. Only thing, remember, it is coming to pass because the words are not going to fall to the ground. So whatever prayer you make will be answered prayer because that's what he promised Samuel and he promised you because you're claiming that scripture. Okay. So Joshua spoke to the sun and the moon and his spoken words be, he, he arrested their course in heavens for 24 hours. Now I want you to understand this scripture again. Take this scripture, Joshua, the book of Joshua chapter 10 verse 12 to 14. Now somebody can use the word just as Joshua spoke to the sun and moon. Now someone who is going through a, a, a total crisis, like a storm in your life, you speak to the storm this way. Jesus spoke to the storm. You could use that same scripture or take this scripture and speak. Joshua 10, verse 12 to 14. Then spoke Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Jasser? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and hasted not to go down about a whole day. And there was no day like that before it or after it, that the Lord hearkened upon the voice of a man, for the Lord fought for Israel. Okay, so the Lord fought for Israel. When the Lord speaks, that Lord hearkened his voice upon the voice of a man. And this is the same scripture you use, just as the sun stayed on for the whole day, Lord. I speak your voice and you hearkened unto the voice of a man that is Joshua. I, you will hearken unto my voice as well because I take the name of your son, Jesus. And I command the situation to change. 
Now, these are powerful prayers you make using God's word and his word can never fail him. He says, heaven and earth shall pass, but my word shall not. If you understand the, the very secrets of God's word, it is a system. If you apply the system in your prayer life, you will start seeing miracles like never before. As I shared this with you, because you can't doubt God's word because it's not your word. Are you understanding, Savio? Yes. Okay. If you can say, I command the sun to stand still. And, and what we are trying to do when you say sun and moon is not you're telling the sun and moon stand still. You're trying to change the situation that where God says, I speak to my mountain. Okay. The same way, take me to Mark eleven twenty three now. Just as Joshua commanded the sun and the sun stood still for 24 hours, can you now command a mountain to change? For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Okay, so whenever he says, does it say pray to the mountain or say unto this mountain? Say unto the mountain. Did, did Joshua pray to the sun or he spoke to the sun? He spoke. So the remember sun. this. Okay, and by his spoken words, he arrested their course in the heavens for 24 hours. Okay, so the condition here is the spoken word. Is it clear all of you? Yes. Okay, so the spoken word is critical here because if you don't speak, you can't command. The entire creative power is in the faculty of our words, a faculty of our language. And that was the base as we started today's teaching. Okay, as we go deeper, can use any of these scriptures for your for praying a powerful prayer. Okay. Okay, we go to another scripture. Take me to Ahab. Uh, this is 1 Kings 17, 1. Elijah speaking said this to Ahab. One Kings. 17 verse 1. Now, Elijah the Tishbit from Tishbe in Gilead said to Ahab, as the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, whom I serve, there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years, except at my word. Okay, so this again, this is what happens, okay? And there was no rain, okay? This is the power of the word. Have you understand now how powerful the words are that are spoken? Yes. People don't realize. That's why it says, by your own words, you'll be condemned. And many times people don't understand why problems are coming in their family, why situations are coming, why curses are coming, and why bad things are happening. Someone has put this. And you remember one thing, it's a simple thing to break a curse. Take Galatians 3.13, meditate on it. 
use it in your daily life they could be someone or grandfather was curses generations break it in the name of jesus you're free nothing will come to you and it won't go down the generations also sometimes a gestational or any kind of curse that is coming down needs to be broken okay we make a prayer for breaking curses after this so you know someone who's there we break everything but you can also make this prayers why am i giving these scriptures because you can use any of this and start making prayers and start seeing things change okay so it's a sole prerogative of the one true god to control the fall of rain and remember one thing elijah declared that the fall both of rain and dew over a certain period three and a half years and it went it came to pass okay now jeremiah 1422 take me to jeremiah 1422 all these scriptures are important someone who's noting it down for their own prayer life meditate on this you can write the scriptures down in your book and start using this when you're making a prayer say lord just as you spoke the word from your mouth and this happened so i speak the word from my mouth and i command the situation to change and i know lord your hand of favor is upon me and i see it change thank you lord things will change do any of the worthless idols of the nations bring rain do the skies themselves send down showers no it is you lord our god therefore our hope is in you for you are the one who does all this amen okay amen. so this is this is what we what we can use do any of the worthless idols of the nations bring rain do the skies themselves send down the showers no it is you lord god our god therefore our hope is in you for you are the one who does all this okay someone even praying for rain can use the scripture it could be rain of finances rain of goodness rain of prosperity rain of good health rain of good relationships rain of anything okay this is how you will use this in your daily prayer life every scripture i am giving today is a blessing so please use it james 5:17 another one Elijah was a human being even as we are he prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for 3 and a half years and again he prayed was it and and again again he prayed and the heavens gave rain and the earth produced its crop now i just want to share one thing with all of you all here i told you people who will be there will be blessed i want to tell you one thing today this the lord told me i was sharing this with russell today morning uh when we are talking i said the lord told me if you do not pray i can't even move a stitch of a thing even a small thing will not shift if you don't pray so i said lord what do you mean he says unless and until you pray only prayer can change things in the spirit realm. only prayer because this is the only way you speak from the physical realm into the spirit realm 
everything happens in the spirit it only shows up in the physical later so to you to change the realm of the spirit and understand which realm works it is the realm of the spirit not the realm of the flesh so i want you to understand unless you pray and you start talking to god and let your prayers be heard by god things are not going to shift many people say god knows everything he only should do anything i just shared this with russell also today morning i said when someone wants to pray in tongues and they are praying in tongues the first thing is you need to move your tongue you can't say holy spirit give the tongues of fire upon me you move the tongue and the holy spirit takes over okay jesus bartimaeus came in and he says he was a blind man and he said jesus is passing by he says jesus son of david have pity upon me jesus stopped by and said call the man when he left he had to move and take that action of getting up he could say jesus just heal me he got up moved to jesus and jesus asked him what do you want what do you want me to do for you obviously jesus knew he was blind but still jesus asked him what do you want me to do for you lord i want to see he says go your faith has made you whole immediately so now the point here is if you don't take that action you will not see because the holy spirit requires a partnership understand my words when when peter and paul were at the gate of the beautiful gate and when they went there is a silver and gold i do not have but in the name of jesus rise up and walk the moment peter gave the hand to the beggar the crippled man for 38 years he picked him up that's when the holy spirit manifested i want you to understand till you take an action corresponding to the spoken word that's when you see the power being released so if you making a prayer there has to be an action believing that that prayer has been answered so the faith without works is dead so if you believe that you have got a job you should already say thank you lord for the job because that is your action for the answered prayer so when you say faith there has to be an action corresponding to that faith when you say by the stripes of jesus i am healed then you have to have a corresponding action believing the healing is complete and whole does this make sense yes okay so this is how elijah spoke when they spoke they were controlling the rain and the you know the dew so by his word he could withhold them and by his word he could liberate them sure enough for three and a half years there was no rain or dew then his word spoken to god in prayer he liberated them thus in the old testament men controlled by their words such manifestation of god's creative power as the course of the heavenly bodies and the fall of rain and dew in the new testament jesus simply spoke to a fig tree and it withered from the roots when his disciples marveled at this jesus expressively delegated to them similar and even greater authority and this is for you and me now take matthew 21 21 to 22 Jesus replied Truly I tell you if you have faith and do not doubt not only can you do what was done to the fig tree but also you can say to this mountain go throw yourself into the sea 
and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. So the condition here is speaking and believing. You agree? Yes. So if you believe that God's word. Now, one thing I want to ask you. Is this your word or is it God's spoken word? God's spoken word. So if his spoken word has worked, should you stand up and say, Lord, is your work really true? Will it work? No. So just speak his word and say, Lord, you have spoken, it happened. I'm speaking, it manifests. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for manifesting. And just thank him and praise. Because remember what we shared today. Faith without works is dead. So the moment you speak a word, you need to take a corresponding action to that word that's just spoken to see an answered prayer. Why this teaching is so powerful today is that someone who holds on to these truths and starts using the scriptures that I gave it, 1 Samuel 3.19, let none of the words fall to the ground. Lord, you did it for Samuel, you do it for me. The words that leave my mouth now will not fall to the ground, but they'll come back for what it has been sent. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for giving that word to Samuel. Because of that, I'm blessed. And now the situation changes because I've spoken your word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And things change because this is how you start moving in faith and taking the corresponding action. Now, here Jesus says, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but you'll also do, say to the mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, and it will be done for you. And whatever things you ask for in prayer, believe me, you will receive. So this is an important scripture for us. And this is what Jesus has given us. He said, you'll do greater things than this. So the double promise includes both words spoken to God in prayer and the words spoken for God in any other way. Okay. Thus, it, it is the express and will and purpose of Jesus to invest the words of his delivered uh, believing disciples that you and me, that we are disciples with the same effective and creative power and the authority that God's own words possess. What Jesus is saying, this is God's own words. When you speak it, you will see the manifestation. It is God's own words. This is moving from his mouth. It's not your word. It is his word. Believe that word that moves from the mouth is God's word. When it moves from your mouth, you have the same faculty. I started with that one line. Keep that in mind. The very starting line that the faculty of very... The faculty of our communication or speech is there the creative word of God. So when we create, we can speak over a situation and believe that thing to change. Whatever the situation of your life is. Only if we Christians would cease to despise and misuse these sacred instruments, if only we would put away from us all this idle and unjustified speech. Now, what is the meaning of idle and unjustified speech? Some may still not understand, but let me give you an example. Foolish talk. Example number one, gossip, backbiting, tail-bearing, and exaggerating. Okay, even I do it, and I'm sorry, Lord. So we should be astonished at the power at which our words would be invested. Okay, so let's get our eyes open that we don't do any of these things. Gossiping is not from God. If you start gossiping, you're not working in God's favor. It's in the realm of the evil one. Okay. Prayers can never get answered if you're standing there. But I remember one thing. Whatever mistakes you do, you have learned one thing. Just go back and say, Lord, I've spoken wrong words. I've spoken idle words. I've spoken words that have condemned me. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I will not speak them again. And let the Holy Spirit remind you to speak God's word. That's why the ones who are reading God's word see all this. If the truth is not inside you, how can it change you? Okay? Let's do the last part of our teaching today. Words as pro propaganda. 
if the saints are often blind or indifferent to the significance of words i'll tell you one thing if we are blinded by the significance of words we say ah, so what we keep speaking one thing i will tell you one thing and this is very critical people who are waiting for this part is what i want to teach on satan at least is not it was with the words that he procured the downfall of our first parents adam and eve he spoke to them they listened instead of replying that it is written they spoke back to him you can't fight the devil with a word which is not god's word you have to fight him by what is written there's no other thing because he hates the written word of god i've shared this if you speak and tell him no what you're saying he will get you in the trap he just wants you to open up and just say reply to it he keep coming at you but if you don't realize that it is him you will fall in that snare snare is a trap okay so he will take away that divine authority which is vested in words to use these very secret words now this is the authority that is given to all okay to every one of us and that is what he robs us of we don't realize we have that same authority like jesus says right now the words you speak is the word that is god speaking okay so that's god spoken word itself and it has to manifest and and that's why it says we you know takes away the divine authority vested in words and to use these sacred instruments of god against god and against god's people and god's purposes in the earth that's what he do, does by us not understanding how powerful our words are so please remember one thing do not curse your children do not curse anybody do not put wrong things on people please if we are we are believers and we are true christians we should not use those words and if we have done it let's stand up and say sorry and break it in the name of jesus and let that very grace that was blocked because of that sin be restored back again grace is unmerited favor god wants to bless all of us prosperity all the days of your life you'll never lack that is what god says what he says i'll give you so much that you have to give others the moment you're giving others start thinking there's prosperity in your life point is do i always want to be prosperous or do i want to operate like this backbiting gossiping bringing wrong things falsely accusing people doing the wrong thing and then expecting things to change in my life will that happen okay now i quickly want to go through this revelation chapter Uh, this is propaganda this is a very important part okay we want to understand this yes read then i saw three impure spirits that looked like frogs they came out of the mouth of the dragon out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet okay the significance feature of the frog in israel adjoining countries is that it remains silent in the daytime do you hear a frog in the daytime sorry no okay it doesn't croak in the daytime but you hear it in the night yes and is the croak repetitive yes okay it keeps croaking in the hours of darkness this frog typically uh, as vividly as image could say that it's nothing but a feature of modern political methods for which we are coined the world propaganda it describes the ceaseless reiteration of those statements and theories that its authors desire to be believed to the exclusion of all others now what we are trying to propaganda is the rulers of the world of darkness okay satan has his own church the church of satan 
he has his own propaganda he has his own people that work in that area if you are not in the word of god and if you do not understand you can fall for all this and that's why god says to discern the spirit of discernment is very important the devil makes you busy all the time many times people don't have time to come for the prayer meeting and when they don't come it's not the question of the prayer meeting it is the question of faith because if you don't renew the word of god daily in your life and start having that relationship stop reading the word for few days and see how the devil comes in have you ever stopped reading the word of god any of you i'm it is me itself i would say amen i've seen how weak i get in two or three days for some reason if i get busy and can't read but does does that happen to you after three or four days if you stop reading the word of god for a week you commit sins like you never committed before all those things suddenly come in and you wonder what's happening okay and this is real okay this is how the devil is because he is real he does not want us to believe he is real but he is absolutely real so we are fighting a real enemy who's invisible and our propaganda is what happens in the darkness of this world these are the antichrist dictatorship that has marked the last 100 years of world history okay military power secret police all these you know that have gone through although the forces behind the propaganda are spiritual beings expressed called unclean spirits it is always through the lips of men that they must work the, you know the devil cannot work on his own he uses a body a spirit always needs a body okay and he needs you to speak that word do you know that even the devil needs a spoken word savio yes the devil needs a spoken word he wants a body his spirit enters and speaks curses yes and speaks curses and says curse this person curse that person because the devil can't speak on his own he uses a body yes. please remember this yes that's why we are the body of christ and that's why we say that's why the i confess boldly satan power sickness have no power and place in me do not give way to the devil because he'll steal kill and destroy he has no the propaganda he hates you he doesn't love you some people i meet and say no oh, the devil is very good is better than jesus some people talk like this not realizing what they are talking they don't even realize because they are blinded by the devil to such an extent that they don't even realize that christ exists okay it's sad but we need to pray for it. Okay, Psalm twelve, verse four. We take this first. I just want you to know this very important part for people who are here. Thank you for being there because I know we're going a little about time, but let's let's finish this teaching properly. <clears throat> Satan is. a lord over many people such men do not know that satan is lord over them controlling their lips for his own purposes he is using their body for his own agenda and it could be any one of them in our family that he is using we need to break it in the name of jesus that's why i say put a hedge of protection upon every family of the brisbane prayer group because many times you may be in the prayer but your wife or spouse or children may not be there and they may be really troubling you won't get trouble from outside you'll get from your house only forget going outside inside your house only you'll feel your spouse saying what are you doing what there's no other work you're to only go for that prayer meeting better things to do cook food make spend some more time with me please remember it all starts in the house so i want you to understand this okay please pray okay have you got that yes those who say 
by our tongues we will prevail our own lips will defend us who is lord over us so these people do not know that satan is using them to speak this language because instead of giving glory to god they are giving glory to themselves they have a boastful tongue okay and again in psalms 73 verse 8 and 9 they scoff and speak with malice with arrogance they threaten oppression their mouths lay claim to heaven and their tongues take possession of the earth so they set their mouths against heavens and their tongue walks through the earth so remember this is how people are okay they scoff and speak wickedly concerning oppression they speak loftily this is pride at its fullest and then they set them out against the heavens and their tongue walks through the earth so this is how satan starts using his own agents and own people and this could be any one of us be careful okay we got to be in prayer all the time and that's why it's important let's now get into the point of understanding that the saints will judge the world and this is what paul says nevertheless it is not god's will that his people should be uh, ineffectual or defeated do you not know says paul that the saints will judge the world 1 corinthians 6 verse 2 we have got two more scriptures after this you know that's why i share every time people i you know i take extra time for testimonies for people to stand up and speak even if god has you know moved a little in your life stand up and give that testimony why do i ask you to testify glory comes upon you and your family you you fight satan through your testimony do not allow to be quiet so you should just go berserk and speak of what god has done for you thank you lord give glory only to the god not to the preacher only to god because he alone needs the glory or do you not know that the lord's people will judge the world and if you are to judge the world are you not competent to judge trivial cases okay this is what he says that the saints will judge the world and again the weapons of our warfare again this is a very important scripture that we use that the weapons of our warfare okay this is 2 corinthians 10 verse 4 and 5 this is again a powerful scripture use it in your daily prayer life Two Corinthians, two Corinthians, chapter ten, verse four and five. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power. to demolish strongholds we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of god and we take captive every thought 
to make it obedient to Christ. Okay, so it will be seen that the warfare is not in the material or carnal realm, but it's in the realm of thoughts and imagination. That's where all this happens. The the battlefield of the mind. Okay, and the it's and the supremely effective weapons which God has committed to us are what, Savio? The word of God. It is the words that we speak. Okay, the words of God. That is exactly the weapon that God has given us. The whole teaching was on words today. and this whole 2 corinthians 10 4 and 5 talks the words that is what god has given us to fight this battle okay so now the last part is to direct your words there are still two main directions in which we may turn our words towards god okay that's the first way we direct our words on uh, you know towards god and this we do it in prayer on man's behalf in prayer or towards man on god's behalf in proclamation the god word used of words is in prayer is perhaps the greatest ever committed to man so often in the past their mighty tasks have been left to a despised minority one great purpose of the present outpouring of the holy spirit in every section of the church is to bring forth an army of intercessors so that's why this prayer group helps a lot some people say why to be on a prayer group why brisbane prayer group i can't pray on my own do you know by just being on the prayer group you are being anointed because there's someone like emo praying every morning for the entire brisbane prayer group and the family members it means that if you are in that prayer group his prayer is being heard on your behalf i will tell you today morning this was the message i got if you don't pray i can't move anything nothing moves in the spirit realm without a prayer so you can imagine god can't move anything without your spoken word because he has given all the authority to you and me and so if we don't pray we get nothing makes sense of you yes you can't move a stitch of a thing nothing moves in the spirit realm without prayer it means i have to pray to get anything answered without prayer nothing either i make a prayer or someone prays on my behalf and stands in the gap and says father in the name of jesus i pray on behalf of my brother and sister that's why the intercessors are so very important so that's why we have we say the holy spirit is bringing forth an army of intercessors willing and able to press the prayer battle to the gates of satan's kingdom and to prove that those gates cannot prevail against the spirit powered spirit directed words of a praying church and that's who we are for the use of words man word in proclamation the modern media of mass communications radio print and even the internet to a very big extent and social media today have put at our disposal both and you know means and opportunities that were never granted to any generations of the past okay today with one whatsapp message we can send to any person whatever we want to say a prayer and people are being blessed okay all across with social media has been a blessing a boon and also a curse for people sending the wrong messages okay and the lord clearly says all these things are for your sakes okay 2 corinthians 4:15 so in many cases hitherto the the representatives of satan have shown greater vision and faith in availing themselves of these media than children of god yet the bible still tells us as i said in 2 corinthians 4:15 that all these things are for your sakes it's time for us as christians to repent for the lack of vision and faith and to fight this media or the media warfare which is under satan's grasp today today if you see all the word that comes in social media is all you open social media you see something horrible half naked people something cursing someone someone putting someone died can you see anything positive 
in the news today no anything you open is all negative destruction defeat you know pleasure anything is all of the world okay it's time for us to stand up okay and stand and you know fight from this very grasp which the devil is using okay to use the proclamation they are using this against god proclamation but we have to be clear that we have to be a praying prayer group that's why prayers are important i urge all of you all that come for the morning praying in tongues for all of you who have been the holy spirit is important do not allow the devil to you know if you can attend it in the morning the best thing first thing in the morning give glory to god and as shanin said we have a beautiful rosary session in the evening at 7 pm see the times in your uh, place i'm sure someone can you know change the times according to different parts i'm sure you know jinela um, can do that for 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 the rosary timings and people can attend the rosary we all pray together let us have that prayer in us because that is what is important now the revelations 12 11 is all that it it means by fighting the warfare is they all came satan so take take that 12 11 sorry vivek which revelations 12 revelations 12 this is why i ask people to testify there's so much powerful in a testimony now who's the word him there who is satan yes so this is important for you to understand yes go ahead they triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony okay finally we remember there is in in this conflict of you know good and evil where you stand for god or stand for the world there's no neutrality and jesus clearly spells this off this is the last scripture of our day matthew 12:30 And, and warriors in Christ, use these scriptures that are taught today. Use these scriptures in your prayer life. Your prayer pattern will start changing because you say, "Lord, if you did it to Samuel, you did it to me. I speak the word, and I see the manifestation." Just be as bold as that. This is how heaven likes people to be bold and courageous with in front of God. If Abraham, he said, "If you can spare one, if you can condemn both the righteous with the unrighteous, would you do that?" this is how he was on the way to destroy okay because the city of sodom and gomorrah you know that sabio yes and abraham argues with god imagine me is arguing with god and saying god if you do that would you destroy the righteous with the unrighteous and god didn't destroy yes because he says if there are 50 righteous would you still destroy the city and that's the way he saved his his nephew lot are you getting me yes so you don't go to god the father and say father you know father wants you to be confident in the word he says what are you saying which scripture are you using this is the scripture you shared with samuel this is for me i claim it i receive it amen in jesus name you see it and that's how manifestation takes place 
that's how our faith should be it's not your word it's god spoken word his word will not lie you speak it he says which scripture this is the scripture i'm using father and i see it in the name of jesus manifest okay this is the last scripture for the day whoever is not with me is against me and whoever does not gather with me scatters so now this is very clear neither god nor satan will accept compromise either we overcome or we are overcome either two will happen either we overcome or we will be overcome between these two there is no third course either we are on the side of god or in the side of the devil so that's why be clear about you can't sit in the middle there is no middle either god either you overcome or you are overcome okay the last question for all of us in this teaching is important whose sides are you and your words that's the first question again i repeat on whose side are you and your words and are you gathering with christ or are you scattering praise god praise god okay now this is of this was our teaching all the points in this are very very critical use this in our prayer life so you start seeing manifestation if you love this blessing this teaching put it on a whatsapp group i'm praying a prayer to break curses now so for people who are holding on to any curses that you have put from your life this is the time okay repeat this after me and now say this totally we are going against the kingdom of darkness so remember you have the blood of jesus fight with the blood okay in the name of the lord jesus christ of nazareth in the name of the lord jesus christ of nazareth by the power of his cross by the power of his cross his blood and his resurrection his blood and his resurrection i take authority i take authority over all curses over all curses hexes hexes spells spells voodoo practices voodoo practices witchcraft assignments witchcraft assignments satanic rituals satanic rituals incarnations incarnations and evil wishes and evil wishes that have been sent my way that have been sent my way or have passed down the generational bloodline or have passed down the generational bloodline i break their influence i break their influence over my life over my life by the power of the risen lord jesus christ by the power of the risen lord jesus christ and i command these curses and i command these curses these curses these curses to go back to go back to where they came from to where they came from and be replaced with a blessing and be replaced with a blessing i ask forgiveness i ask forgiveness for for and renounce and renounce all negative inner vows all negative inner vows self curses self curses and agreements 
and agreements that I have made with the enemy. That I have made with the enemy. And I ask you, Lord Jesus. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, to release me from any bondage. To release me from any bondage they may have held in me. They have. They may have held in me. I claim your shed blood. I claim your shed blood over all aspects of my life. Over all aspects of my life. Relationships. Relationships. Ministry. Ministry. Endeavors. Endeavors. And finances. And finances. And health. And health. I thank you. I thank you. For your enduring love. For your enduring love. Your angelic protection. Your angelic protection. And for the full fullness of your abundant blessings. And for the fullness of your abundant blessings. I make this prayer. I make this prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, so this was our prayer for breaking curses. Okay, I'm sure Jane will share it later. But I just want you to know that you can use these scriptures the same way as God blessed, you will bless. Okay, the same way you will use the scripture and start seeing power in your life. If you're blessed by this teaching, please share it with others so that your life now stands as a life that you live for Christ. And please share this on the WhatsApp group so that somebody is blessed by saying that this teaching has really helped me so that they pay attention to the teaching and Russell shares it so that they start reading it. Okay. Good night and God bless all of you. And please share your testimonies on the prayer group. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Russell. And thank you, Sadhu. Thank you, Vivek. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks.